My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I teach you to harness the potential of your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm an accent coach from Toronto. I teach the American accent. Today, I'd like to talk about quitting. Quitting. Now, I'm not actually quitting anything, but I mean the word quitting. You see, the word quitting, it gets a bad rap in today's language. That is to say, people often immediately associate quitting with something bad. That's because the things that are easy to quit, a class, the gym, when things get tough, these are all things that we typically shouldn't quit. On the contrary, things that are more difficult to quit, like an unpleasant job, or smoking, or while you're ahead, these seem to be things that we should quit. In these contexts, quitting is encouraged, and the word takes on a more positive meaning. And so today, let's talk about quitting, and let's consider what words we can use to describe what we quit to improve our lives. Now, we'll get into that in just a moment, but real quick, I'd just like to remind you folks, hit subscribe, hit that star, five stars on Spotify, it It certainly helps. It lets me know, hey, people are listening and they like what they're hearing. I know that a lot of people listen on Spotify and I know that you folks listen regularly. And so if you are listening regularly and you like what you're hearing, hit those five stars on Spotify. It's much appreciated. Much appreciated. Beyond that, make sure that you hit subscribe on whatever app that you're listening on. Subscribe, five stars, thumbs up. Whatever it takes for you to express to me that you like what you're hearing. And we all know where you can find more content. If you're looking for more content, you can check out my video course. There's a link in the description. This video course will teach you how to harness your syllable stress, the strong and weak and strong and weak sounds of the American accent, and give you the rhythm of speech, the flow that Americans are using. Notice how I just said, that Americans. I said it very quickly, that Americans, that Americans. But there's a T in there, sounding like a D, that, uh, that, uh. And my strength of sound goes strong and weak, that Americans. And my friend, that is something that's going to take your speech to a whole other level. You can learn it all in my video course. Check out the link in the description for more information. And beyond that, if you're interested in one-on-one classes with me, send me a message on Instagram. Send a message on Instagram. Send it right over. We can chat about prices. We can do a quick little assessment, see where things are standing, and I'll give you a good reading of what steps we can take to see some changes in your spoken English. All right, well, let's get into today's lesson, quitting. Quitting. Let's talk about quitting. How about quitting our jobs? As a start, of course, you may not be looking to quit your job right now, and this isn't an experience that happens very often. 
But you want to have your words right when that day comes. And you want to make the most out of that moment. Now, as I went to quit a job for the first time at the age of 17, my mom gave me some sound advice, which I keep in my mind to this day. She said, don't burn your bridges. Let's hear that one more time. Don't burn your bridges. That is to say, don't do something that makes it impossible to return to that previous situation or position or job. You never know. One day you might want to come back, get that job once more, and you want to keep those options open. And so just as a tip, in the American work culture, it's customary to give two weeks notice before quitting a job. That is, two weeks notice to avoid burning any bridges. Now, another attitude towards that is, in two weeks, you'll notice that I quit two weeks ago. Now, that's a totally different take on the concept of two weeks' notice. And if you do that, it's certain to burn your bridges. If you don't give two weeks' notice and if you just walk out on your job, they're not going to think well of you there. So when we quit a job, if we don't burn our bridges, we keep our options open. Now, other words for quitting a job can also be to resign or retire. What's the difference between those words? Well, resigning implies that a person is forced to give up a position to someone else. We see this maybe when the leader of a company makes a serious mistake. They often resign in shame. And then they cash out their company shares and walk away with a few million dollars. Resign has a very different implication from retire, which is typically to willingly pass your position onto someone else. So you retire by choice and you pass your position off. Retiring implies that you won't be returning to that position ever again and that this is a totally personal decision. You know, people will sometimes come out of retirement because it was a decision, but you don't come out of resignation. When you resign, you stay resigned. You, you had to quit in shame and that's not easy to come out of. Now, back on to the concept of quitting and the word quitting. You see, of course, we've got quitting your job, but then there's also an American idiomatic expression that says, don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. Now, this is a great expression to kind of subtly insult someone. We tell people, don't quit your day job when someone has a passion for something, but they aren't very good at doing it. It's like saying, don't try making a profession out of this. You're, you're better at being an accountant. Don't quit your day job. It's not a very nice thing to tell someone, but hey, sometimes it's necessary. Maybe some of you are thinking that about me. You're thinking, hey, the podcast is all right, but hey, don't quit your day job, Pat. To which I reply, I quit my day job years ago. This is all I got. Now, this brings me to my next expression. Because telling somebody don't quit your day job is like telling somebody you don't have what it takes to succeed. It's not very encouraging rhetoric. It's not a, a nice thing to say. However, to express the opposite, we could say don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on yourself. This is to say have faith in your dreams. Work towards your personal goals. 
improve your abilities. Many of you are listening here right now because you know not to quit on yourself. Quit your day job if you like, but don't quit on yourself. That's my advice. Don't quit on yourself. Similarly, don't quit when things get tough. There's another good idiom. Don't quit when things get tough. It's like, don't stop what you're doing just because it's difficult. Any goals that you have that are worth working towards are going to be tough. Consistently making podcast episodes is tough. Like For me, that's it's a lot of work. It's tough. However, you can't just give up because things get tough. Things get tough when you're doing something right, when you're doing it correctly, when you have discipline. Things get tough. So we got that down. We don't want to quit on ourselves, and we don't quit when things get tough. If we do that, we settle for less than we deserve, and that's not what we're here for. In the long run, all of this persistence is to do so well that you can quit while you're ahead. Quit while you're ahead. Interesting. So is that a good time to quit? And why would you be ahead? Well, this is not referring to the body head. It's not quit while you are ahead like the body part. This is quit while you are in the lead, while you're ahead of your competition, while you've passed them. Quit while you're ahead means to quit while you're doing better than others and after having achieved some success. This success, of course, came from not quitting on yourself. And now that you're ahead, quitting is not only an option, but it may be strategic. If you quit while you're ahead, you may be able to cash out, get some money. Maybe your name will be remembered in a positive light from the great things that you've done. Quitting while you're ahead sets you up for even more success later on in life. So there's no shame in it. Quitting while you're ahead, eh, absolutely. If that's your strategy, it's got my blessing. So if we use the word quit carefully, you can see how we give it a bit more positive of a meaning. Let's see the opposite now. Let's talk about some bad habits. Bad habits. These are another thing that, of course, we want to quit. Smoking cigarettes. Sleeping in. You sleep too much. It's a bad habit. You don't get enough done. You sleep too much. Eating junk food. Doritos. That's my bad habit. Doritos. Oh, my God. I love Doritos. Drinking too much wine too often. It's a bad habit. Too much wine too often. All bad habits. We're better off without these things. Quitting bad habits. Now, personally, I've stopped drinking any alcohol in the last few months. I felt pretty good as a result. You see, in my culture, it's very common to drink beer and whiskey, wine, vodka. But as a habit, these things can be pretty bad for you. So it's something I've quit. Now, just as a side note, consuming alcohol itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. I believe that if you can drink alcohol for fun now and then, go for it. But when it becomes a habit, something that we repeat and do regularly, it's just not good for your health. Now, one that I'm having a harder time putting behind me, something I can't quit, is cigarettes. It is so tough to quit smoking cigarettes. They're a tougher habit, and I know a ton of you listening know what I'm talking about. Many of you likely have quit smoking cigarettes, and I applaud you for your willpower. 
However, a lot of us are having a hard time quitting, and I, myself, am just as bad as any other nicotine addict here. Notice, by the way, how I said, quit cigarettes. Quitting cigarettes is another way of saying quitting smoking, or stopping smoking cigarettes. And this goes for many habits. We, could, we quit coffee, quit alcohol, quit sugar, quit carbs. You know, some people go on no-carb diets, you quit carbs. If you ask people, what's a good way to quit? You know what they'll tell you? They'll say, quit cold turkey. Quit cold turkey. What, what does that mean? Is this to say you have to quit eating cold turkey and then it'll help? Or do you eat cold turkey to replace your stuff? Well, to say quit cold turkey means quitting a habit by consciously abstaining from that habit. This is to say making a conscious decision not to do something and forcing yourself to stick to that decision no matter how badly you want it. The term cold turkey is actually referring to a withdrawal symptom. When a person's hairs will stand on end like a turkey's feathers when it's cold. Cold turkey. However, we can use this to express quitting a habit or an addiction abruptly without any substitute. People quit cigarettes. Cold turkey. Quit Doritos. Cold turkey. Quitting cold turkey. Quitting something through willpower. It's not easy, but it's effective. It works. It's a quick way to recovery. But it's tough. Well, let's consider one more use of quit before we wrap things up today. To quit out on someone. Quit out on someone. Notice the T's in there are linking together. Quit out on. Quit out on. It's not quit out on or quit out on, but quit out on someone. It's an interesting phrase because it's using two prepositions, out and on. So to quit out on someone, what could that mean? Well, quitting out on someone is ceasing to support someone. Maybe a friend or a loved one needs your support or you need the support of someone else. And that support stops. This means that they have quit out on you or that you have quit out on them. Now, opposite to that, this phrase can also be used to show just how much you support someone. You could tell someone that you love, I'll never quit out on you. I'll never quit out on you. And this way, you're telling them that you'll always be there for them when they need you. Always. So if you quit out on someone, I hope that you had a good reason for it. But if you want to tell somebody that you're going to be there to support them and to be there for them, you can tell them, I won't quit out on you. I'll never quit out on you. Again, a positive use of quit. So we see clearly how the word quit can be used to express many different shades of meaning. Quit is not always negative. It can be used in an encouraging way. I won't quit out on you. Quit while you're ahead. Don't quit when things get tough. Don't quit on yourself. If you remember these expressions for your own English and you practice them the first chance that you get, you'll open up enormous doors of potential in your spoken English. And that's what we're here to do. 
I am here to help you harness that potential of your spoken English. And here's a great way to do it, just starting with the word quit. The word quit doesn't have to be a negative thing if you know how to use it effectively. All right, well, we're going to wrap things up for today. Thank you very much for tuning on in. This has been a wonderful episode. And if you are looking for more content and you can't wait until the next episode comes out, I sympathize with you, my friend. I sympathize with you. And I have a good four hours of video course content available for you. Check the link in the description and take control of your rhythm of speech. Learn exactly how you can make the strong and weak sounds and get started on linking your syllables together between words. Well, thank you very much for your time today, and I truly hope that you enjoy yet another wonderful day on this planet. Have a good one. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.